Welcome to RCCG, Jesus Worship Centre, Brisbane, Queensland. A place of God's word, power and praise. Where Christ's love reigns, champions are raised, dreams come true. Listen and God bless you. again Lord we've praised your name Father Lord may our worship be acceptable unto you mighty God in Jesus mighty name praise the Lord brethren please be seated this morning by the special grace of God we bring to you a message titled Repentance and forgiveness brings enlargement. Repentance and forgiveness brings enlargement. Can we all say it? Well, before we go into it, let's just bow our hearts one more time and pray. Awesome God, we've come again to hear your word. Lord, it's your word, not my word. And so, Lord, this moment, I diminish that you may increase. Lord, breathe your word upon us. Open our hearts, Lord. Enlarge our hearts to be receptive to your word. And make us doers, not just hearers of your word. For we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Brethren, by the special grace of God, in the month of October, we have been considering the theme, enlargement. Capacity enlargement spiritual enlargement, you know, enlargement in all its forms. And we've looked at several parts, we've discussed so much, and we have been praying as well. But today I want us to look at a different dimension to enlargement. And there is a character in the Bible that I want us to focus on. I was excited when in the Sunday school this morning, our brother Lydon mentioned his name. He mentioned Daniel, but he also mentioned the name of Joseph as he was talking about people that took a key position and changed things. And so I want us to look at that name, Joseph. It's a sermon, but permit, us, permit me to ask. Does any of you know what the name Joseph means? Anybody? Anybody? Not even Mama Joseph. <laughs> Mama Joseph, what does Joseph mean? <laughs> Anyone? Okay, I'll spare us. But you can go back and search. The name Joseph means addition, increase. Praise the Lord. The Hebrew form of that uh, name is Yosef. In some other languages, Yasap. And it means will increase, shall increase. The Lord shall increase. The Lord will increase. The Lord will add. It means increase. It means addition. So if there was one name that could represent enlargement, it is Joseph. And brethren, this morning, I want us to take a little dive into the life of the one in scripture that was called increase, Joseph. Praise the Lord. Please, can you turn your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis chapter 45? From verse 1. 
I think we should actually step back a bit to Genesis 44 from verse 18. It says, then Judah, Genesis 44 from verse 18. It says, then Judah went up to him and said, oh my Lord, please let your son speak a word in my Lord's ears. And let not your anger burn against your servant. For you are like Pharaoh himself. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man and a young brother. The child of his old age. His brother is dead. He alone is left of his mother's children. And his father loves him. You know, we can go on and on. But I want us to go straight to 45. The Bible says in Genesis 45 from verse 1, it says, Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, Make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud so that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Brethren, he was saying, I am increase. I am abundance. I am multiplication. I am enlargement. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him for they were dismayed at his presence. Brethren, the ones that have caused you pain will be dismayed at your presence in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, said, so Joseph said to his brothers, come near to me, please. And they came near, and he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you did what? I want you to say from your scripture. Can we all read that? Genesis 45. Can we all read verse 6 together? Verse 4. 1, 2, 3, Go. Now, praise the Lord. He went on in verse 5 to say, And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Hallelujah. Brethren, is there anyone in this house that can say that to someone that has caused him a lot of pain? Praise the Lord. We want increase. We want enlargement. But I'm presenting to us this morning a character in Bible that was actually so increased that when his father was rewarding his brothers, rather than give him one portion, what did the Lord do? He gave, he named his two sons, you know, to take, that means God gave him a double portion. Can anyone relate to what I'm talking about? That's his character. His character is that his brothers who sold him into slavery, who caused him so much pain, who cost for his master's wife, who wanted to mess him up, who actually did mess him up and had him thrown into jail, several years later, these same brothers came before him. How many of us will raise our hands and say, praise God? 
You said you'll give me the neck of my enemies. The time has come. It's in scripture, by the way. Is that the choice we make? Or do we choose to be like the one in scripture named abundance? Brethren, what choice would you make? I want to remind us that many of us have prayed this month. Many of us have fasted this month. But one key thing that could hinder our prayer for enlargement or stop us from further enlargement for those that are already enlarged is lack of repentance and unforgiveness. Can we read Psalm 66 verse 18? Psalm 66 verse 18. Media, please, can you help me? What does it say? I want us to read it together. One, two, three, go. Brethren, that's our scripture. It doesn't matter how much you pray for enlargement. It doesn't matter how much you fast for enlargement. If we regard iniquity in our heart, the Lord will not hear us. And the Bible further tells us in Isaiah 59 from verse 1, it says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, or his ear dull that he cannot hear. But what? Our iniquities have made a separation between us and our God. And our sins have hidden God's face from us. The Lord will not hide his face from us today because we'll forgive, he will forgive us as we forgive one another. Praise the Lord. It says, our iniquities have made a separation between us and our God, and our sins have made him hid his face from us so that he doesn't hear us. Brethren, our God will hear us today. Our God will hear us today. So it is clear. In the case of Joseph, his brother sold him into slavery. But guess what? Even before they found out who he was, even before they asked him for forgiveness, when he sent him back, when he sent them back to go and bring his little brother, what did he do? The Bible tells us that Joseph restored the money of his brothers and gave them provision for their journey. You can see that in Genesis 42, 25. That is the man called abundance in scripture. Brethren, Genesis 42 and 25, it says, and Joseph gave others to fill their bags with grain and to replace every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey. This was done for them. Brethren, at this point, remember, his brothers still didn't know who he was. You, you know what I mean? His brothers hadn't yet, he hadn't yet revealed himself to them, but he made provision for them. Brethren, Joseph showed love, showed care, showed support to his brothers before they even realized it was him. Talk less of ask for forgiveness. For some of us, we have done good in the past and our good have been evil spoken of. It can be very painful. I've been there and I guess all of us at different points have been there. But guess what the man called increase did? He restored money to them. He made provision for them. He didn't pray, Father, let not the light shine against my enemies. He didn't pray that. He didn't say, God, 
These my brothers have caused me so much pain. Let all of them, as they are going back, that journey, may they not reach their destination. That was not his prayer. Do you know some of us here pray such prayers? Am I making sense? The energy and time we should use to be studying the word of God and learning about the attributes of men of God shared in scripture. Some of us use it to pray prayers that when we finish we say, yes, I've dealt with the devil. It's not a physical battle. It's not a physical battle. May the Lord grant us wisdom in Jesus' name. And then for some of us, we say, actually, we have forgiven, but we can't forget. How can we forget? That means we are being stupid. I shouldn't use such a word. But you know some of us say that. That we forgive him, but we cannot forget. That's not in scripture. Brethren, if Joseph did not forgive and forget, and I'm using the word forget in the context of not letting it influence your decision. Am I making sense to anyone? We will forgive and we'll forget in Jesus' name. When we do good to people and they come back and they hurt us so badly, when we forgive them, let us do good again to them. Let them hurt us again. Oh, yes. That's what my Bible says. Praise the Lord. Do you know that his brothers didn't quite trust that he had forgiven them? They didn't trust. But what did he do? He reassured them. Brethren, when, you, when, when people hurt you, and you know you're forgiving them, but they are still, you know, behaving in a funny way, instead of saying in your mind, yes, let your conscience continue to prick you, what should you do? <laughs> Somebody's laughing, so it's, uh, 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 it's resonating with you, right? You can feel me, right? But what should be the better thing to do? Reassure the person. Tell the person, say, Sister Shola, that thing you did really hurt me. But I have actually forgiven you. Forgive yourself. Liberate yourself. Praise the Lord. Brethren, it's a higher calling. It's not an easy road. Christianity is not easy. It's not moi moi, like a friend of mine would say. <laughs> it's not moi moi, it's not easy. These are the tests of Christianity. You know? And let me tell you one of the reasons you have to forget, forget when you forgive. Because the person that you think has hurt you so badly, that even though you forgive, you refuse to forget, you don't know what is going through the person's mind. You don't know if the person is even waiting for you to come and apologize to him. I'll tell us a story that happened to me. Six months into my marriage, you know, when you get married newly, that's when all the love is strongest. There's no sea finish yet, right? And so I went to the, husband, to the market with the love of my life. And we were shopping. And I saw a beautiful cloth. We both saw this beautiful cloth we wanted to buy. That, those were the days we used to go to market together. <laughs> so in Balogu market, I saw this beautiful cloth. And we both liked it. And so we asked the price and we were told the price. And the Igbo in me, I decided to go to one or two other shops to find out the price of the same cloth so that we will not waste money, so that I will not waste my husband's money. So I go to the second shop, and my husband was there, but his face was frowning. Brethren, by the time I got to the third shop, I couldn't find my husband. He had left. He had disappeared from the market, gone to his car, and driven home. If you know the distance between Balogu Market in Lagos and Ogba, 
I'm not joking. Those were not the days of Uber. And even if there was Uber, I couldn't have afforded it then. I'm talking 26 years back. So I don't want to tell you how many buses I had to change to go from Balogu Market to Ogba. But that was not the most exciting part. I got home, and with all that anger, all that vexation, of course, nobody was speaking to the other. He was, of course, at home. And at night, each person faced the side of the bed. And I was waiting so patiently for that apology. And I didn't get it. But it wasn't just that I didn't get it. Someone was also waiting patiently for his own apology. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, someone woke me up and said, are you not going to apologize? And I was like, seriously? <laughs> Brethren, do you understand? Can you, can you picture a man leaving his wife in a market that is far away? And then expecting the wife to apologize. And I said, what for? He said, for embarrassing him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, how could I be haggling with market women? They already said the price. If you don't want to pay, just go away. But if you want to pay, pay. You took me to the second place. I followed you. You now went to a third place. Who do you think I am? <laughs> but brethren, on a serious note, do you know that with all the pain of a new bride that was left in a market, you know I had to apologize. But after I apologized, he also apologized to me. The reason I'm bringing this out is that many people you are sitting down and waiting to come and apologize to you are sitting down waiting for you to apologize to them. It's all about perspectives. Am I talking to someone? So, it depends on who needs more peace. If you need more peace, give a gift to yourself. I didn't say to the other person. To yourself. If you want complete increase, if you want complete enlargement, please stop waiting for that apology. Get up and go and meet the person that from your perspective you're apologizing for this. If the person apologizes, fine. If the person doesn't, no problem. Who gets the peace? You. Give it as a gift to yourself. Brethren, forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself. For some of us, if we open our heart, you will see malice, bitterness, anger, hatred, you know, so many things. Liberate yourself. Forgive yourself. That was what Joseph did. Brethren, that was what Joseph did. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 32, 35a, that vengeance, vengeance is mine and recompense. And Romans 12 from verse 17. I think we should read that one. Romans 12 from verse 17. Romans 12 from verse 17. What does it say? It says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body ye have many members, and the members do not have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according. Praise the Lord. Having gifts that differ. I'm just double-checking that I'm reading. No, no, no. I think I should come for that, and I started a bit too early. Um, I, I'm going back to 12. It says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. 
Bless those who persecute you. Hello? Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. And on and on. It says, never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. I want us to read together verse 18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Brethren, did he say with some men? He didn't say just identify the ones that you have tested and over time you know that these ones cannot just work with you. Is that what the Bible says? If possible, all men. And I know the Bible says as far as it depends on you because the Lord recognizes that it is hard. But the Bible still says you should try your best, right? And then it says, beloved, never avenge yourselves but leave it in the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. You know, that vengeance is mine is written so many places in scripture. If you go to Hebrews 10, 30, you still see it. The same phrase, vengeance is mine. Written in Deuteronomy 32, 35a, written in Romans 12, 19, and written in Hebrews 10, 30. Leave vengeance to God. Just be nice to people. Forgive them and forget and move on. Brethren, let us pray that our prayer for enlargement will not be hindered by our lack of love, by strife, by discord, by disobedience, by pride, by selfishness, by unforgiveness. That will not happen to us in Jesus' name. Brethren, Jacob's family was very dysfunctional. Do we know that? Very dysfunctional. He himself started off a liar. He was a cheat. He cheated his father-in-law. So it wasn't strange that he would have children that would sell one of them into slavery. It wasn't strange. It wasn't strange that envy should thrive in his own family. Because he himself was even supplanter, right? So many of us come from dysfunctional families, including myself. But by genuine forgiveness, by I mean forgiveness of one another, in total repentance, we can cause there to be a restoration and an increase, just like Joseph did. Joseph didn't resign himself to say, oh, my brothers envied me, called my beautiful coat, coat of many colors, sold me into slavery, and no. Do you know that Joseph, when he forgave, forgave his brothers and told Pharaoh that they were his brothers, what was Pharaoh's reaction? Pharaoh said that they should go and bring their father and come and that he will give them the best of the land. So I'm saying you already have enlargement. Joseph was already great. He was already increased. But when he and his people were given the best of the land, what was that? Enlargement. That was further increase. So brethren, we are all blessed. By God's grace, we are all increased. But if you want further enlargement, you know what to do. Forgive from all of your heart. And I'm talking about not just in your individual lives. This is a family. This is our church family. If people that were born in the same house with you, people that share the same womb with you, can cause you so much pain that they can sell you into slavery. If people that share the same breast with you can have sibling rivalry with you, 
then why would you expect that not to happen in the body of Christ? Hello? Some of us have blocked our siblings. Anybody in the room? You have a sibling that has so annoyed you, you blocked him. And after some time, you unblock the person. Has it happened to anyone? Maybe I'm the only devil in the house. I'm not a devil. Maybe I'm the only one that has done that. Because I've done that. I have blocked a brother of mine. That was causing me so much pain and trouble. Each time I picked the phone and it was a message for him, it had to be negative. So I was justifying that I'm just, I don't hate him, but I just want to give myself peace. <laughs> but the Lord rebuked him and I unblocked him. Brethren, if in your father's house there can be envy and strife, who are you to expect that in the church of God there shouldn't be a bit of envy and strife? Is the church for saints? Or is the church for people that are working out their perfection in Christ Jesus? If the church is not for saints, then why wouldn't you forgive church members? I'm saying forgive those that share the same womb as you, but forgive your church family as well. Let there be nothing so painful done to you by a church member that you cannot forgive. Brethren, Judah actually asked for forgiveness. But guess what? It's not all the time that people ask you for forgiveness. It's not all the time. There are times that they don't bother. But whether or not they do, you must forgive. If you want full abundance, you must forgive. You must forgive. Can God count on you today to be the one to forgive all JWC brethren, and let it come to pass a full enlargement in, the, in God's house. Can you be the champion? Can I see the hand of anyone that says I'll be the fool for Christ? I'll be that fool for Christ that despite the pain, I will forgive. Just in case you don't know, Joseph wept for his brothers. Can we go to Genesis chapter 50? I want us all to read Genesis 50 verse 1. Genesis chapter 50 from verse 1. Let's go. Then Joseph fell on his father's face and did what? And wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. That is one place. There's also another place that it mentioned that Joseph could not also withhold himself anymore. Before his brothers, I think that should be Genesis. Yes, that is it. Genesis 45, verse 1. I want us to look at it. The one called increase in Bible, he cried for pain. Genesis 45, verse 1. Please, can we all read it together? Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. Are we in Genesis chapter 45, verse 1? Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And what did the Bible say in verse 3, verse 2? He didn't just weep, he wept aloud. What was the position of Joseph at that time? Even the rich cried. The rich also cry. Brethren also cry. Members of the household of faith can make you to cry. So if you want to cry, cry. The man called increase in scripture, he cried. Enlargement cried. But what did the cry bring? 
further enlargement. He wept aloud so that the Egyptians heard it. He had driven them away, but how loud he, he wept, they still heard. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? And on and on. And verse 4 says, So Joseph said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. And they came near, and he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Has anyone in JWC sold you into slavery? What is that offense? Brethren, we want enlargement. I'm bringing this message because I've thought to myself, we've prayed, we've heard the word. What is missing? Has anyone killed you and sold you or not even killing you but sold you into slavery? No. Brethren, when Joseph forgave his brothers and invited them to live in the land of Egypt, Pharaoh gave him more land. Let's look at Genesis 45, 16 to 24. Genesis 45 from verse 16. Genesis 45 from verse 16, it says, When the report was heard in Pharaoh's house, Joseph's brothers have come. It pleased Pharaoh and his servants. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, do this. Load your beast and go back to the land of Canaan. And take your father and your households and come to me, and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt. Anyone wants abundance? Cry, but forgive. Forgive completely, do not hold back. He says, and you shall eat the fat of the land. And you, Joseph, are commanded to say, do this. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives and bring your father and come. Have no concern for your goods. For the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. Who is ready to make members of JWC live in absolute abundance? Because the person will take the lead in forgiving completely. Because the person will cry and cry and weep to God and say, Father, this is very painful to me. But for the sake of your church, I'm doing this, that there will be abundance in the church, that these empty chairs will be filled, that the ones that have left will return. Not because this is a righteous church, but because this is a God of people genuinely seeking their God. And despite the hurt, we will live in abundance in Jesus' name. Brethren, I want us to stand. There's a song I've requested that the choir would help me. I'm sorry I didn't tell them on time. But it's a song that says, it's your all on the altar of sacrifice laid. And I want to encourage every one of us to stand up even as we sing that song. The song just says, you have longed for sweet peace and for faith to increase. You have earnestly, fervently prayed, but you cannot have rest or be perfectly blessed until all on the altar is laid. And the chorus says, it's your all on the altar of sacrifice laid. Your heart does the spirit control. You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you yield him your body and soul. And I dare add, in total forgiveness. So I'll just lead it. I don't know, because I didn't give enough notice. I don't know if the choir knows it. Okay. Have long for sweet peace and for faith to increase. I have heard. 
I want to be like Joseph. I want to get a double portion. Lord, I want enlargement. But my Lord and my God, help me to truly forgive. No matter how painful it is, help me to let go. Every false accusation, I will let them go. But everywhere that people have spoiled my name, Lord, I will let it go. Everywhere that I've done good and it has turned to evil, Lord, I will let go. Father, Lord, this is our prayer this morning in Jesus' mighty name. And so, Lord, even as we have prayed for forgiveness, Lord, you will enlarge the place of our tent in line with your word in Isaiah 54, verse 2. Lord, indeed you will help us. That, Lord, our curtains, the curtains of our habitation, Habitations will be enlarged. It will be stretched out. Father, do not hold back. Father, lengthen our cuts. Strengthen our stakes, O Lord. Father, spread us out, O Lord. Spread us out, O Lord. We ask for increase. We ask for enlargement, O Lord. Father, please help us. My Lord and my God, we possess our possessions. Lord, there shall be restoration of peace, of joy, of love. Father, because there is healing in your house. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I believe that word is for someone. I don't know who you are carrying around or who, is, who has hurt you, but sometimes that singular action of yours can hinder you from having access to God. Let us stretch forth our hands because I believe that word is for me, it's for you. Let's pray that the Lord shall bless the vessel that the Lord has used, our mommy. That the Lord will also grant her the grace to forgive, to forget, to put everything away, and drop those weights that we carry. Thank you because we know you have heard us. Help us, Father. Grant us grace to forgive. Let this word, O oh Lord, be rich in our hearts. Take all the glory, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Have you been impacted by this message? Please share your experience with the pastor of the church, either via email, info at rccgjesusworshipcenter.org.au or please call plus 614 662 580.